Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 10. Uh, I, I want to talk again for a moment on this subject as we see it in the Amplified Translation. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 10 says, And God, who provides seed for the sower and bread for eating, will also provide and multiply your resources for sowing and increase the fruits of your righteousness, which manifests itself in active goodness, kindness, and charity. So once again, before we speak the blessing over those who gave or those who will give, we want to take some time to see what the Word of God has to say concerning the subject. There are laws in this universe that govern our giving, seed, time, and harvest as we see it. And uh, I don't know about you, but I've just been encouraged every week from the Word of God. It, it reminds me, because I'm a giver, it reminds me what I can expect and, and what I will experience as a result of what His Word says. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, it says very clearly that God is the one who provides, now notice, seed for sowing, and also he provides bread for eating. He doesn't just give us bread for food. He gives us seed to sow. But I believe what, what some people fail to realize is that you can eat your seed. And, and if you don't recognize it as seed, uh, you can eat your seed like it's bread for food. Um, I like peanuts. Uh, I like uh, other kinds of fruits. And, and, and oftentimes, um, some of the things we eat is actually seed. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the, the kernels on the corn on, a, uh, on the cob is actually the seed that that kernel could literally be planted in the ground and that it would produce another stalk that would have several years on it with an abundance of more kernels or more seed inclusive. So it's physically possible to eat seed for food. Isn't that true? And you can enjoy it. Well, if we're not of the mindset that God gives us both seed to sow and bread for food, then we could find ourselves just in a continual state of consumption and not in a place of planting. Amen? So we want to talk again today about how to believe God for seed. Um, he says he'll give you seed to sow. Well, faith begins where the will of God is known. Now that we know that God wants to give us seed so that we can sow, we can actually believe him for seed to sow. So I want to show you from the word of God how to believe God for seed to sow. And today we're going to look at how to do it by faith. Somebody say by faith. So we've been talking for a few weeks now about how to believe God for seed. The first thing, of course, we said is that you believe God for seed by, number one, understanding the kingdom system of sowing and reaping. This is the way life works. Life works by sowing a seed, giving it a time, 
and that you'll reap a harvest. In the New Testament, he says, God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, he will also reap. So that's the kingdom system. Number two, we said, you've got, in, in order to believe God for seed, you've got to identify a proper seed based on the harvest that you need. Identify a proper seed based on the harvest that you need. Uh, early on when we first started this, we said that if you have a need, sow a seed. A lot of times we have a need and we want to pray for God to supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Well, in essence, he has. What's necessary, though, is the seed for the harvest. Amen. So if you have a specific need, if you need housing, if you need transportation, if you need to pay off a particular debt, and there's no way that you can see by, you know, hard work and effort that you could do this in a short amount of time, then know that you can sow a seed for the harvest that you need. Well, if you need a a $10,000 harvest, well, you need to sow a seed that's respective to a $10,000 harvest. Amen. Uh, Of course, if you want a harvest from 100 acres that you plant, well, you need to plant 100 acres of seed in order to get a uh, hundred acres in a harvest. And of course, you can go back and listen to that. But last week, we gave you the third step in believing God. And there's really four in total. But number three, we said you've got to claim that specific amount of seed by faith. Once you identify it, you've got to claim that specific amount by faith. Somebody shout, by faith. Now, of course, Faith begins where the will of God is known. So we know that it is God's will for us to have seed to sow so that we can have the harvest from it. We learned last week that God has already, it's already done. He has already given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Amen. And he did that through the knowledge of our Lord Jesus. So God's already given you a portion to you all the seed that you'll ever need to sow in life. But that means then that you've got to claim it by faith. Somebody say, I've got to claim it by faith. So he's already given. The earth is the Lord and the fullness there is. And, and they that dwell, well, the heaven, even the heavens is the Lord's. But the earth he has given to the children of men. Has given, meaning it's already done. God doesn't have currency, cash. Dinero, dollars in heaven. Every dollar that you need is already on this planet. And as far as the mind of God is concerned, he's a portion, part of that to you. And no matter whose hands it is, you can claim it by faith and watch it come to you in the name of Jesus. Of course, look again at Mark chapter 11. And let's look at verse 24. Therefore, I say unto you, Jesus said, What things, that means you have to be specific, what things you ask, another word for ask is require or call for, whatever specifically you call for or require, when you pray, believe that you receive them, that means you're doing it by faith, and what's going to happen, you will have them. Now, I want to dive a little deeper on the by faith part of this. 
You claim that specific. Once you identify a specific amount, you claim that amount by faith. We do it every week. We've done it from project to project. And I want to encourage you to do it in your life on a daily and a weekly basis. Well, several things. You know, we learned how faith works. Uh, I've showed you this over time. We said, number one, faith works by saying. We said, number two, faith works by doing. We've said before, number three, faith works by patience. And then number four, faith works by love. So I want to show you at least two of these today in believing God by faith for seed, how this works. How does faith for seed work by saying? Uh, Faith for seed works by claiming the specific amount. We say it every week. Matter of fact, let's say it out loud right now. God... Is bringing into my hands seed, great and multiplied seed. So when we do that on a Sunday morning basis, we are claiming by faith seed to come into our hands. Now, because we're doing it in such a general sense, for those of you that are online and for those of us that are here in person, we're not claiming a specific amount. When we've done it for a specific project, we do it for a specific amount. What I want to challenge you to do is make sure that at least from your own home and from your own place and perspective, there are specific things that you're believing God for, and in this sense, specific seeds that you're believing God for. Uh, You know, earlier this year we were talking about uh, challenging ourselves to believe to sow the biggest seed that we've ever sown. And so as we were going into this new year, uh, my wife, she put together a really, really nice vision board. Uh, amen. It says faith takes and grace makes, right? And then she's itemized different things that we have petitioned for and have released our faith for. I mean, there's things that involve transportation, things that involve housing, debts that we want to pay off. But one of our our goals, uh, one of the things that we have a vision for is to sow a one-time offering of $5,000. The largest seed that we've ever sown as a couple is, is, we just recently did it and paid someone's car off. It was about, I don't know, $3,300 or $3,700. And that was the biggest one-time seed. Now, we give uh, literally thousands and thousands of dollars because of tithes and offerings. Every year, we give a lot of money. Amen. Amen. But in terms of one-time offerings, seeds, you know, we claimed that one day we'll be able to sow into the work of God a one-time offering of $5,000. Amen. So what are we doing? We are claiming that specific amount by faith. That means we're not necessarily looking for this to come by salary or by work. We're we're believing this supernaturally through some means or another. However, that there's going to come into our hands a chunk of money and we will be able to sow it by faith. 
Now, you say, well, why are you claiming? Well, one reason why we're claiming that specific amount is because we've never sown that specific amount. But the other reason why we're claiming a specific amount is because you reap based on the seed that you sow. And I'm not slow. Come on, somebody. If you sow a $5,000 seed, oh, y'all need to help me in this church. There ought to be a very significant harvest that comes from that level of seed. We've been doing it as a faith family. We've been sowing the largest seeds that we've ever sown. In October, we sowed a $10,000 seed, one-time gift. Faith Family Church has never sown a $10,000 seed up until that time. Now we've already done it a number of times. Then we sold a $21,000 seed. How many of y'all know we ought to stretch our faith and believe God for a $30,000 seed? One time that we would be in such a good place and good position financially and the abundance that come that we can sow it because we're going to reap at higher levels. Amen. Look at Ephesians chapter 4. So the, the, the first part of this is that faith for seed works By saying, by claiming that specific amount. And we did that. The second part is faith for seed works by doing. Faith for seed, what do you mean by that? Well, notice in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 28, it says, Let him who stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good. That he may have something to give him who has need. Now, have you ever heard the expression, I'm working for a living? Yeah. But the Bible actually doesn't teach us to work for a living because God has given already to us everything we'll ever need to live life. Jesus came so that we might have life and have abundantly. He gives us everything that we have need of. He provides all of our needs according to his riches and glory. So in essence, we don't have to work for a living. Then why in the world does God have us work? He tells us in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse number 28. Let's look at it one more time. In Ephesians 4, 28, he says, Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor. Somebody say labor. That means let him. He's writing to the church. Look up at me for a moment. He's writing to the church and he's saying, I want you all to work. Why do we need to work? If God's given us everything that we have need of that pertains to life, if the heaven belongs to God and the earth he's given unto us, then we can just claim it. We can stay at home. We can pray in the Holy Ghost and we can claim what we need, right? And it'll just come. It'll come upon us. Well, he said, no, I want you to work. Why do we need to work, God? He tells us in this word. You need to work so you can provide for your house? No, it doesn't say that. You need to work so you can provide, you know, to pay for your... No, it doesn't say that. He provides. He is your source. He is the one that provides for you, not your job. Oh, I'm preaching good this morning. Your job's not your source. God's your source. He provides everything you need. If the grass doesn't have to worry, if the birds you don't have to worry, then you don't have to worry. Right? He provides everything that we need. Well, why do we work? Oh, this is so good. I pray this be a revelation to you. He says, rather let him labor 
Working with his hands that which is good so that he may have something to what? Does that verse teach me that I'm supposed to be working for a given and not working for a living? Did you know that your faith in God should get you to the place where everything you have is paid for and you've got years laid up in store? That you can go wherever God tells you. You can do whatever God says. Why? Because your housing's already paid for. I don't have to go to work because my house is already paid for. My, I don't have to go to work because my car is already paid for. I don't have to go to work for food. I've got money laid up in, in the barns filled with plenty. How many of y'all know that's God's will for your life? See, the rich don't have to work because the poor are working for them. And God didn't call you into this world to be the poor of this world. The blessing of the Lord, it makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. The divine plan of God is for you to live in abundance. Where you have too much, but that doesn't mean live without work. Well, why then, if I have more than enough? More than I need. Why would I work? He tells you in Ephesians 4.28, let it be a revelation, that he's working with his hands, the thing that is good, so that he may have to give. Literally, you're working for seed. Ooh, come on, man. That resonated in my heart, but I pray that you'll get it as well. Amen. So faith works by working for a given not for a living. What does that mean? Do something. Faith works by saying, claim it by faith, whatever specific amount. But the second thing is, you can do something. I close with Second Kings chapter 4, and verse 2, verse 3. Verse 2, it says this. Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing In the house, but a jar of oil. Faith works, faith for seed works by doing something. It works by you doing something. Um, Have a garage sale and just vow before God. I'm going to set this up, you know, our garage sale is this Saturday. I'm going to take some things out of the house here and I'm going to set it up in the driveway. But Father, in advance, I tell you, I commit to you, I vow before you, that everything that comes into this garage sale, I'm going to sow it into the kingdom of God. There's an orphanage that I heard about. There's a homeless ministry that I heard about. uh, Someone's getting ready to go into a a certain place and open up a church. I heard about. And Father, every, every dollar, no matter how significant or insignificant it may be, everything that comes into this from my effort on this project, I'm going to give it to you. See, faith for seed works by you claiming it. But the prophet asked that woman, what do you have in your house? Then he told her, go and, and do this, do that. And then when you're done, you'll have enough to do what it is you need to do. Faith for seed works by saying but it also works by doing. Did you all get anything out of that today?